Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This week, I want to talk about how podcasts are a long-term content asset. Now, you have to invest in them over the long term, but they can continue to provide return on investment or ROI for the long haul. So before we've talked about your expertise and your level of authority increasing by doing a podcast. People trust you. They hear you talk about a subject, share stories about a subject and your experiences and your advice about a topic. And they realize this person knows what they're talking about. And that's partly because also you've been consistently creating content and that builds a significant body of work, which shows your expertise. And people really respect that. It's the same reason people respect someone who has written a book. But you have to stick with it, right? You have to be consistent. Podcasts do not go viral. You've heard me say that before. They are not a short-term tactic. Uh, there are lots of people that think they want to do a short season of a podcast. And that's great. And that can be beneficial. That can be a resource that you send people to. But in terms of growing an audience, growing a community, getting client leads, things like that, if you're a consultant, you have to stick with it. You have to stay consistent and go for the long term. Okay. Podcasts are an appreciable asset. They grow over time. And if you're consistent, if you show up every week, that consistency will compound. And I have stories after stories of podcasters who've taken a couple months break or a three month break or a six month break or something like that, or they did a season one year and then they came back the next year. Well, without fail, I see their downloads drop. I see what we can you know, sort of guess is their number of subscribers or followers, it drops. Podcast episodes over time have lots of listeners, but you have to keep putting out new content to keep those listeners around. You'll occasionally get people that drop in and find old episodes if you've stopped, but your downloads are going to drop. And that's something that is is pretty clear. And I see that all the time when people stop or they are inconsistent. If they go for five weeks straight and then they miss two weeks and then they come back, they have they never have growth. They don't see that growth in downloads or growth in audience that you see from the people that are there every week or every other week without fail, without missing it. I even have some uh, clients who are podcasting once a month. They release an episode once a month, but because it comes out the same day every month and it's a 90 minute episode, they stay consistent and they see their downloads, their subscriber numbers grow. Okay. Now, the other thing that happens and the reason you want to stay consistent and, and also I think of podcasts as this long-term investment. A podcast listener may discover your podcast at like episode 25 or episode 50 or episode 75. But then because they liked you, they liked the episode, they've, they've started to build a connection. Maybe they listened to a few episodes of your recent episodes. They build a connection to you, right? And without fail, every month, every client we have, I see about 10%, 20% of their downloads come from their earliest episodes. And what's happening is those uh, podcast listeners that have found you later on in episode 25, episode 50, they go back to the beginning of your podcast and they listen all the way through from the beginning, okay? And that's why I say like you have to keep going because you're always gonna get those people. And that's also why I'm very opinionated about the first few episodes that you record, that you release for your podcast. That's why I wanna see episode one being a thorough telling of your story, your founder story, your business story, whatever, your life story that tells how you got to the point 
where you're at and decided to make this podcast. And then episode two being, why are you making this podcast and what are you going to include in the podcast and who are you trying to help? And what stories are you going to tell and what goals do you have and who's going to be on the podcast? And then really quickly, episode three, four, five, hitting those big, valuable pain points and problems and answering those questions for people that really help them. So that's why I'm very opinionated about those first few episodes because people are always going back there. Every week, every month, they're going back to your early episodes. And while we think about like short-term investments in marketing being things like ads or social media, podcasts are a long game, okay? They're a long-term investment and you have to stick with it. I keep saying that, you have to stay consistent. And if you do, they actually can be this funnel that delivers a return on investment for years because those people are always going back and always going back and listening to them. And no matter what your definition of return on investment is, you will see something from the podcast. You will see people buying products from early episodes. You will see people downloading things that you shared in early episodes. You will see people emailing you about early episodes and asking questions about the things that you talked there about there. So let me share an example from one of our clients um, that I've, I've mentioned several times on this, on this podcast. Mike Kim is one of my clients. He's also a mentor of mine. Uh, six years ago in July of 2015, in episode 41 of his podcast, he's now up to episode 306 or seven or something like that. In episode 41 in 2015, six years ago now, more than six years ago now, Mike shared some standard forms, some standard business templates that he uses when onboarding a new client or going through a sales call, uh, getting a, getting them to fill out a questionnaire. So sales call script, client onboarding questionnaire, a few other things. And he just take he took these things that he uses and talked about it in this episode and he packaged them as like a PDF to sell for $50. Okay, $50. Uh, not a very expensive thing, but it's something I, I bought it back then. I use it still today. Some of the things I use in our on, onboarding process with clients came from that purchase. Well, six years later, Mike is still seeing five, 10, 15 purchases per month of that PDF pack from that episode mentioned six years ago. So from this product that is buried in episode 41, it's not even his first few episodes. This is 40 episodes in. He's still getting $250, $500, $750 a month from this product. And, and that's sort of an example of this long-term investment that you're making in your podcast is going to have people moving through this thing, this, this funnel of knowledge and body of work that you've created so that every month you, you might get those product sales, but you're also going to get client leads or you're going to get people recommending the podcast to other people because of something you shared early on. Um, and more so than that, I'll, I'll use an example from my own podcast. People join my email list every day from forms that I shared in episode 20, 30 of my podcast. Okay, every day I see one, two, three people coming in through those forms. I have clients now who started as a podcast listener and listened to 20, 30, 40 episodes of the podcast and then became a client. And now they've been with us for two, three, four years. And that all came from me staying consistent with my podcast. And I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. If you've listened to this podcast for a long time, you know that I took basically the whole year of 2020 off before coming back to this. But since I came back, I've been consistent 
every week. And before that, when I went up to episode 80, I was consistent every week. So I'm not gonna lie to you, it happens to all of us. It happens to people who are in the industry, but you have to try, you have to try and stay consistent, okay? You know, when we talk about ads and things like that, um, I, I mentioned this a little bit with the example I gave from Mike. I've actually grown my business through products and services that I've heard about on other podcasts, right? I've bought things, I've used them. And it all comes down to that original effect that we've talked about with the podcast is it gave me more trust and understanding of the people who were presenting those products. And it gave me understanding of how to use those things. So I bought them and I've used them. Now, one other thing that's great about this long-term investment of, of the podcast is that the podcast over time can save you money it can save you time. It can help you connect with your stakeholders more effectively. So here's the way I like to think about, about it. Podcasts are actually better than traditional communications that you might have in your business, okay? Or it, between your B2C, B2B, um, internally in your business. Ask these questions to yourself. Do you like meetings? Do you like memos? Do you like too long, didn't read emails? Do you like direct mailers going out and, and do you read them? Do you watch commercials on TV anymore? Do you click on ads that pop up in social media? I mean, I know I do some, but a lot of people will say no to those questions, okay? Podcasts are actually more convenient for people, for getting their knowledge, getting their communications, learning. Um, they can be consumed in many different locations. They can be consumed at double speed for the people that want to go faster. I noticed today uh, the Apple new operating system 15.1 or whatever uh, updated overnight. And now in the podcast app on Apple, you've got 1.25 speed, 1.5 speed, and two times speed if you want to go faster. And there's a lot of podcast apps out there where you can go to three times speed. I don't know who those people are. I can't listen that fast. I miss everything that's in there, but I can listen at double speed. Some people prefer to listen to things instead of reading, right? We've talked before about how there are, there's a blog audience, there's a podcast audience, there's a video audience. And the podcast reaches those people who want to listen and, and don't have time to sit and read or don't have time to sit and look at a video. And additionally, a podcast is also better than traditional communications because you can bridge time zones because listeners can listen on their schedule. It's on-demand content wherever they are. And most importantly... Okay, now let's think about internally or externally. A podcast allows leaders in a business, uh, the owner, the founder, the person who's very busy to virtually connect one-on-one -on -one with a customer, with employees, with any type of listener. So if you're in a business or a corporation where your C-suite leaders, they'll never meet customers one-on-one -on -one just because there's, there's too many, there's, or maybe even employees they won't meet one-on-one. -on -one. A podcast is actually a chance to connect in that way, better than the traditional communication of an email or speaking at a large event where they're on a stage. The podcast actually gives them that chance to connect. Additionally, a leader has more freedom to connect authentically and be vulnerable in a podcast that they're recording alone in a room versus being on a large stage or with a large crowd. It's a more engaging way to communicate. So I hope some of this information today was helpful, thinking about how podcasts can be effective as a long-term content asset and how they are better than traditional communications that you might have in your business or for your business, okay? We talked about how 
you have to stay consistent because that keeps your subscriber numbers growing and that helps you grow your audience. But then you also have to think about all of those people every month that are going to find you every week, every month, and go back to the beginning and listen. So it creates this long-term asset that is going to build your audience over time. And then when you're thinking about using it as instead of other communications, think about the benefits of a podcast being more convenient for people and a podcast allowing leaders to connect uh, more one-on-one, more authentically with the listener, whether that's the customer or an employee or another business or anything like that, okay? So if you're ready to get started, um, I have my podcast roadmap and I would love for you to get it. You can get it at dannyosmond.com slash roadmap and that link will be in the show notes. And if you know another business owner or a busy professional who's thinking about starting a podcast or you think they should have a podcast, please share this podcast with them. Um, I would love to help them. And I'd really appreciate it too. If you could rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening, it really sends the word to other listeners and advertisers and things like that. Uh, other podcasters that might want to interview me that this podcast, they, sh- they should check it out. It's helpful and, and it does so much um, to help you. So rating and reviewing it would help me continue um, to make more episodes that are valuable for you in the long run. And if you ever have a question for me, you can email me at danny at emeraldcitypro.com or leave a voice message at speakpipe.com slash podcast strategies. I would love to answer your questions on the show. So thanks for joining me today and I will see you next time.